Okay, good evening, and hopefully this evening, Bezer Hashem will be able to complete the Psicha of Shara Chuba here in Chavis Avavis. Says the Chavis Avavis now in the last paragraph of the Psicha, the introduction to Shara Chuba. Ulafi. And because Shoyuat Sadikim Shneminim, we have two types of righteous people. We have the righteous people who were always righteous and never sinned. That's the minority. And then we have the ones who have sinned, but have done tshuva. They have corrected themselves. They repented. The first category is Those who are saved from any sin, any iniquity. They don't do any sin. You can be sure that those are on the same level as the malachim, the angels. We have a Pusik, uh, it was a Pusik in Parshas uh, Mishpatim. Back in Parshas Mishpatim, the, uh, the Torah over there tells us that Hashem says, I'm going to send the Malach before you, and the Malach is going to protect you. Hashem says, I can't uh, stay with you so close right now, but I'm going to send my messenger, a Malach is going to be with you. It's a parak of Gimel of Parshas Mishpatim. And Hashem says, but he shomer be part of. You have to uh, take heed. You better listen to what this Malach tells you and instructs you. Don't rebel against him. Why? He's not going to bear your sin. And Rashi explains that the Malach is not accustomed to people who sin because Rashi says, He's from that category of people, of beings that don't sin. Okay, and therefore, Hashem says, when I deal with you, I know you better. I made you, and I know you sin, and I know you can correct yourselves. But when I put my malach in charge of you, when the angel goes with you, you better be careful. He's not so willing and ready to bear your sin. Because Rashi says, He's not accustomed to that. Those beings are in the category of those who don't sin. So this first category of people, of tzaddikim, who never sin, they are angelic. And the second category is Hashavim and those who do tshuva after they have sinned. You should know that most righteous people are in the second category of those who are Bale tshuva, those who sinned, but then they have come back on the path. And when we're talking about the most of them, most of them means like almost every single person. Let me share with you a Gemara. The Gemara tells us in Masech the Shabbos, Davnun Hey Omid Beis. Gemara says, Arba Meisu There were four individuals historically, four individuals who only died because there was death brought upon the world once other Mauritians sinned. So it's called here in the Gemara, the Etyesh al-Nachash, because of the counsel that the snake gave Chava, who in turn then told Adam about it, to eat from the tree, which they were not allowed. That in turn brought death to the world, and therefore Hashem made a new system in the world. Man will not live forever, but they must die. So that means even if one will not sin, they still must die because of the first sin of man in Ganeid, in that first day. 
Who are the four individuals who never sinned and only died only because death had to come upon every person? Who are they? If you if you think about it, guess who are they? Who was it? Who? Avram Avinu, Meishabenu, who was it? Says the Gemara like this. Ve'eluain, these are they. Binyamin ben Yaakov. Binyamin, the youngest son of Yaakov Avinu. Never sinned in his life. Ve'amram avi Moshe. Moshe Abenu's father, Amram. Ve'yishai avi David. Yishai, the father of David. Ve'kilov ben David. And David, one of David Amalek's sons, whose name was Kilov, he also didn't sin. Four individuals didn't sin. Taisvis over here has a kasha. What do you mean? The Pasuk in Koheles tells us, as Chavis will quote in a moment, the Pasuk says, Ki Adam that there's no one in the world that is completely righteous and doesn't sin. So how can you tell me that our individual says Taisvis, what that, that Pasuk means is that most people, the majority of people, are never going to be perfect. And here we see majority means an overwhelming majority. You're talking about four individuals historically of all the billion people that have already come and still will come into the world. So there are four who didn't sin. But otherwise, most people sin. As a matter of fact, the Gemara right before this tells us about Moshe and Aaron. Let me read you the Gemara. Moshe and Aaron, they fulfilled all of the Torah. However... They too died because they sinned. Because you rebelled against me, you didn't believe in my command, and you sinned. Now, certainly we understand Moshe Rabbeinu did tshuva, a complete tshuva. And his tshuva was accepted by Hashem, no question about it. But still, Moshe Rabbeinu is considered a Baal tshuva. Even Moshe Rabbeinu, with the Rambam tells us, is is uh, a tzaddik, the greatest tzaddik that everybody could try to, uh, to 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 achieve in his life. The greatest heights of a tzaddik like Moshe Rabbeinu. He's the greatest tzaddik, but yet he's a Baal Tshuva. He's someone who sinned, but then did Tshuva for his sins. So Chavis says, since this is the fact of the matter, that most people, most of the multitudes of tzaddikim are Baal Tshuva, for that reason, Therefore, the singer, who's David Amelech, writes in Tehillim Lamed Beis the following two psukim. In, in, this is in Tehillim Perak Lamed Beis, Pasik Aleph, Pasik Beis. Pasik Aleph starts Ashri Nesui Pesha, Kisui Chato. Fortune is the person who Nesui Pesha, whose Pesha, whose Avera is Nesui, is carried away, is is born is already taken away, and we can bear it. Kesui chato, whose chet, whose sin is covered up. In other words, someone who's done tshuva. V'yachakach, and only after that, zoharakat hashenis hanitzelus menachet. And after that, Dovna Melech mentions in the second posik, oh, wow, these are a group of people who never sinned. He's going to quote the posik in a moment. Now, why would you quote first the person who sinned and then the tshuva? And only then talk about the people who never sinned in the first place. Isn't never sinning in the first place a higher level? Right? Aren't they greater? Says the Chavavah, it's true. Even though they are a greater level, they are certainly 
more advantageous for never sinning in the first place, right? Anyone who did tshuva started as a tzaddik. We start perfect. We start clean slate. It may last very short. I mean, look at all the Mauritian. How many hours did he last before sinning? And that's what it is probably most of us when we're sort of at the already at the level of responsibility. When we become bar mitzvah, once you hit the level of 12 or 13, bar mitzvah, bas mitzvah, now things start counting, at least in this, in the Bezden Shalmata, already then the age 20 is the next level for Bezden Shalmala. But how long does a 13-year-old last without sinning? Maybe a few hours. But everybody starts as a tzaddik. So, anyone who does tshuva, that means they first started as a tzaddik, then the tshuva. But they ain't called tzaddik shuv. But not every righteous person has to do tshuva. If they never sinned, they're completely righteous. The four individuals we just mentioned from the Gemara, Binyamin, Amram, Yishai, and Kilov, they never did tshuva. So first he starts with those who did tshuva, even though they are on a lower level. And then Vamra Aleim, and then he says about the people who never sinned, Ashrei Adam Loyachshav Hashem Loyovain. Happy is the person who Hashem never has considered and counted any sin for him. Vain Baruch and in his whole spirit he has no deceit because he's lived a completely righteous life. So why does he mention the higher level people, the people who are more meritorious? Why does he mention them second? So this obviously bothered Chavis Avavis why David Amelech writes these two categories of people out of order. He writes the higher, greater category second. Says the Chavis Avavis, why? Because David Amelech was practical and he wants to first address the Hamoinam, the multitude of people. First, I'm going to address the majority of people who walk this earth. And those are the people who sin, sin and stumble, but they get up again, and they can do tshuva. And happy are those who are able to do tshuva, and their sin is covered over, no longer seen. And as well, happy are those who don't do sin at all. But most of the people, the reality is that we will sin, as we mentioned already in the uh, beginning of the Psicha, like we've seen. Kamay Sharman, he quotes another passage, a very famous parak in Tehillim, Kuflamid, the Shira Malis. You know, there we have a passage, Hashem, if you're going to watch and you're going to scrutinize our Averis, our sins, Hashem, who is going to be able to stand before you? Impossible. If you're going to just be exacting on our sins, and meaning not give us a second chance, impossible, won't be able to to stand before you. The Yomar and another Pasuk, as we just mentioned before, Ki Adam ain't tzaddik ba'oretz ha'shayas etoi v'lo It's impossible. There is no person in this world. And Taisha says it means ruba deruba. Most people know the world. There are a scant few who are not in this category. But basically speaking, Adam ain't tzaddik ba'oretz ha'shayas etoi The simple meaning is that will only do good v'lo yechten sin. There's another explanation that they say that even when you do good, it's impossible to do fully good and not have a sin in there. Sometimes we try to do good, but still we end up sinning, even within the good, either because we take too much pride in it, or sometimes we do the good for selfish reasons, or we do the good at someone else's expense. 
So that also is included in this Pasuk of Shleim HaMelech, that there's no person who does completely good without any sin. V'nemar, and it says in Pasuk in Melochim, ki e'en e'en odom An explicit Pasuk here. There is no person that doesn't sin. Ubavur Zev, a very interesting thought and insight from Chavos Avavos now. Ubavur Zev, and because of this phenomenon, that most people in the world will end up sinning and not be completely righteous. And that's who Tabra Melech addresses, so too we find in Shemana Esrei, this idea. Ubavur Zev, because of this, Kavur that the Anchek Nesagadeila, that's the the people who formulated tefillah. They gave us this nusach, the formulation of tefillah. And right at the beginning of what we call the middle section of Shemayin Esrei, because we have three brachas to start off with praise, we have three brachas that end off with thanks, and the middle 12 brachas, which became 13 later on in history, that they added another brach of Alam al-Shinim. Those middle section, which is bakoshes, which are requests from Hashem, Right at the beginning of those 12 requests, they put in Yen Hatshuva V'Haslicha. In other words, he's asking, if tefillah is made for everybody, tefillah is made that this is sort of what is essential for people. So, what goes first? So the first one of that list of 12 is asking for knowledge, is asking for Das. Because Das, understanding Knowledge, wisdom is really what separates human beings from the rest of creatures in the world. So every human being, everyone needs das. You need das. And the truth is that das that we ask for is not only das for our learning, das for understanding Hashem, which of course that's what it should be mainly used for and focused on, but it's even das for knowing how to get along with people. It's das for knowing how to go about our business. person starts his day, he says, Hashem, you imbue mankind with das. Please grant me grant me intellect, grant me wisdom to go now, run my business, to be able to meet my patients, to be able to deal with my clients. Give me das. We understand it's not us who is able to do it. We need Hashem's help. But as well, Hashem, grant me das to understand your Torah. That's what we created for, to learn your Torah, to be able to understand it. It's your knowledge. How could we understand it without Hashem giving us Hashem grants us the ability to understand the Torah. But right after that, which is most essential for everyone, we ask then for tshuva and forgiveness. Help us to tshuva and give us give us forgiveness and pardon us. That's what you ask right away? I mean, that's only applicable for people who have sinned. Why not ask for right away, like Parnosa? Why not ask right away to bring the Geula? So he says the reason is because it is so essential for people. Because for the multitude of people, even the righteous people, the multitude of them are Baalei The greatest people that ever lived that we know of are all Baalei Tshuva. All people who have once sinned but have corrected themselves in the tshuva. And therefore, since everybody is, this applies to everybody, of tshuva and slicha, therefore it makes it right at the outset of our tefillah. And now he finishes off, uh, as he does in 
all of his uh, sections over here, the Chavis says, this is what I'm going to map out to try to accomplish in the 10 Prokim, the 10 chapters of the Shara Tshuva, of the Gates of Tshuva, the following items. We need to address 10 different aspects of Tshuva. Harish, first of all, Mahi Tshuva. What is the essence of Tshuva? How many categories can we put them in? How will a person be able to do Tshuva? With what will he be able to accomplish it? Understanding the parameters of Tshuva, the halachis of Tshuva, with the understanding of the condition of, of all of that's needed. What are different motivations that bring a person to tshuva? As we have to understand, what does Hashem do to us? Sometimes puts us in a situation to be able to arouse us to tshuva. Number seven, we have to understand there are things that hold a person back, that inhibit a, inhibit a person from doing tshuva. We have to be aware of those. Number eight. We just mentioned two categories. Those who never sinned and those who sinned and, do, did, and did tshuva. Are they on equal footing? Are they equally as great? We have to explore that. And finally, number nine, Is it possible to do tshuva for every one of our sins? Or we could just hope to do the majority of them? Number 10, Not everybody finds it easy to do tshuva. So for those of us who find it difficult to do tshuva, give us some etza, and he'll give us some advice for that. With this, we'll be able to complete the tshuva and all of its obligations. That with doing tshuva, we can hope for mechilas avayneseinu be'ezras Hashem Yisborach for a pardoning of our sins with Hashem's help. Hold it here, we finish the Psicha, Agutenacht.